welcome, welcome to the What's Next podcast in the car bar. What's happening, Blair? Happy to be live. Happy to be here. How are you, Dave? I am terrific after one long ass stretch of cooking meals, volunteer work, voluntold work, music festival. It was a long seven days. Did you do a little something that my wife likes to call overscheduling yourself? Uh, if you mean by overscheduling, two catering gigs, two baseball games, coaches night, as well as a two-day music festival in seven days, would that be? Well, the coaching, uh, excuse me, the baseball games also require seven hours of round-trip driving. Yes, and a hotel <laughs> stay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I might have crammed $7 in a $5 sock, if you know what I mean. I indeed do. Well, I've had a, uh, well, let's just say I've had a week that was perfectly summarized in something that happened today when we had two candidates up for two different roles. Right. One of them, let's just say minor leagues and let's say major league baseball All player. Right. Triple A versus. Now, nah, this would be more like single A and major league baseball. Okay. Well, the single A player got a call from the hiring manager welcoming to the bigs. Senior vice president title laid out the money, which was oh. about four times what they were expecting. Perfect. All because they both had the name JP. <laughs> so Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. He was so excited, Dave. Oh, yeah. He got, they offered me the senior vice president title in New York City. JP. <laughs> JP. 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 <laughs> so did you immediately go to LinkedIn for people named JP? <laughs> well, we Can't knew. Say had another position over Well, we knew what had happened. <laughs> well, what happened was they offered you the wrong position. So then they tried to pivot back oh, and sell JP on the minors. And he's like, well, I kind of like the sound of the bigs. And they're like, well, turns out. You've got a weak arm and you need some time in the farm. <laughs> if you like starting every fourth day, wait till you're in the bullpen at Bull, at Bull Durham. You're really going to like that. Yeah, they they offered a guy who was making uh, $105,000 last year. They offered him a, a quarter of a million a quarter million dollar base salary plus about 150 incentive. Oh, and he was like, right. I've hit the bigs. Thank God. No, we'd like you to consider that $80,000 job, though, mm. now consider but i'm all excited about the quarter of a million <laughs> so i get to take a pay cut and move to new york yeah, no so it's actually <laughs> in missouri right <laughs> oh my god so well that's about how my week's gone so we had a great night at coaches night last tuesday <laughs> right but so, coaches night has totally changed for me because now I've seen behind the curtains. Well, so to give the listener a little peek, yeah, we've always just gone and bid on a few things, had a couple barrels, and and moseyed on home. Beers before, yeah, beers at, yeah, occasionally a beer after. Mm -hmm. Get on to the house. That's usually a good, a dang good evening. Not show up at three for a six o'clock. No, this one started with Blair. You got to drive yourself, which is <laughs> yeah. always a bummer. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm driving by myself. On the way, I learned that my parents have been bilked out of $31,000 by a scam artist. Ding! And then I walk in, and when you say it's different, I got to tell you, from my perspective, this is year four, I think, in a row. Yeah. 
It is the same. It is Groundhog Day in there, man. The, uh, I think Coach had on the same exact outfit as last yeah. year. No, it. It's a great event. It's a go get them. Um, I was asked to be on the planning committee this year, and I was in charge of uh, table sponsors. Yeah. So, sure, whatever. What I got to do? Reach out, send a few emails, send a, shoot a few texts. Reach out and touch. We got so then they let me know. So I'm thinking, well, I'll be done, and I can go pregame with you. Because mm-hmm. it's at Billy Bob's, and there's bars right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Plenty. So I was like, great. I've, I sold 44 tables or whatever, and they did 25 last year. Did you get any commission on that? No, there's no commission. Oh, Dave, we need you to be at the VIP check-in. Good. So when all these table sponsors come in, you need to make sure everything runs smoothly. You you did have the funny story of the guy who bought the biggest table or, or whatever, and they were really raking him over the coals for his ID. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they were like, no, we're going to – and I said – no, he's good. He's good to go. <laughs> so then we had, well, we don't have all our people, so do we need to return some of our drink tickets? No. Those come with the toll. So anyway, this thing started back in November of last year. Got asked to be part of this for, with a buddy of mine who's now in charge, and everything's great. Then on March the 2nd, I got a panic text that it went from the second week of June to 426. Oh, (laughs) great. We have six weeks to plan this damn thing. Yeah. I couldn't remember what it normally was. It's usually in June. Okay. Yeah, because usually what happens is they wait till all the students go home. Then Jimbo does like three weeks of just a whirlwind tour. Right. And then then you got the summer off and everybody's good. If people are at home worried – that Jimbo doesn't have a girlfriend half his age that's fwah. Should we rest them, their weary souls, and I, let them I, know? I don't believe that $75 million affects your relationships. I think it affects them well. <laughs> right. It seemed to have a positive effect <laughs> on who Jimbo had on his arm at the fundraiser. Now, I did not tell you this, but I did pee. Right next to the great Jimbo Fisher in the bathroom. Well, that's a good move. So it turns out if you want to meet Jimbo Fisher in person, right before he gets up on stage, go to the bathroom because he takes a little nervous pee right before he gets up on stage. Just like you. Yes. So I was in the bathroom. He sidles up next to. I wait. I don't go fanboy and address him while Wiener's hanging. Right. But as we hit the sink, I said, Jimbo, I sure appreciate you. And he looks at me and goes, well, I'm sure happy to be here. You know, Texas A&M is a great place. I go, Jimbo, you don't have to sell me, dude. I'm here. <laughs> We're good. You just keep winning. So my one of my favorite parts of the evening is I got a message that, hey, we need to start moving people towards dinner. I said, okay. I said, but you know how Aggies are. There's beers on the table. They're not leaving. No, they're ha- <laughs> when I finish this beer, I'll be glad. <laughs> exactly. And the waitresses were great this year. They yeah. kept coming no, back. They were really that good. was an improvement. So they're like, y'all need to eat dinner. Y'all need to eat dinner. Y'all need to eat dinner. And I was like, stop telling these. Pe- they paid twelve hundred fifty dollars to be staying wherever the hell they want. We can smell the food, yeah, and, well, and we all know it sucks. It definitely sucks. I didn't even get a plate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, now that you, was funny when John goes. Blair, you and Dave didn't even get a plate. We're like, yeah, we've had it. (laughs) You looked at me, you're like, you're going to eat? I was like, I ate before. I've learned my lesson (laughs) for the last four years. 
That rubber chicken is about terrible. So it takes a lot to make that thing happen. I bet it's they huge. Raise a lot. We we hand out twelve scholarships every single year. To Did you get a feel people. for how much was raised? We don't have the final numbers in yet, but it, it was it was really really good. The live bidding was a little dampered this year. Compared yeah, to I think <clears throat> we've had some repeat gifts. And Stock market was down thirty percent. <laughs> our uh, our friends uh, up there in the great northeast are not helping with our free flowing cash. Although gas is at four fifty a gallon, you think woohoo! Yeah. I, when I hear Texans complaining about gasoline prices, I'm like, y'all were just complaining it was too cheap not too long ago. Oh, There's just no pleasing. No one's complaining. We just like. <laughs> no one's complaining. So it's a great evening. Um, very positive, obviously. The talent's gotten better. The talent's gotten better. Yeah. Do you remember how bad it was? <laughs> when we used to be at Will Rogers uh, Center? We, when we were at the con- the Will Rogers Convention Center <laughs> with Franchoni. Yeah. And the guy was shushing us at yeah. the next table over. Yeah. I, I I remember either. That's the lowest of coaches' nights. Being so drunk that people were shushing or so bored when he was talking that we were falling asleep. It was like one or the other. Well, he was so boring. Yeah. Coach Fran, if you're listening, and we know you are. Yes. You suck. You're terrible. You set our program back 10 years. You cost us a condo. <laughs> Many nights at the tap. But Miller Lite has you to thank because we drank a lot of Miller Lite because you're sorry ass. Yeah. I That was the dark years. Oh, I've wiped it out of my memory. It'd be like being a University of Texas fan now and watching that NFL draft come and go with not one time hearing your, your uh, school's name. Yeah, that would suck, wouldn't it? Well, your daughter's going there at the bottom, so it's got to yeah. get better. So... Coach Fran sucked so bad. How bad was it? That we were talking so loud and had so many beers, that dude shushed us. That the next year, his sorry ass didn't even show up. He sent his defensive coordinator. Yep. And they interviewed players <laughs> right. for coaches' night. I don't think you understand what coaches' night I means. That means the coach shows up. Well, and famously, Coach Sumlin said, I ain't going to Fort Worth. So we didn't. I think we got one year of him. Who who was the year that I got blackout drunk and bought the seven thousand dollar golf trip? Oh, that was that. No, that was Coach Sumlin. Was that first Sherman? Year. Or no, that was Sherman. Sherman. That was Sherman's last year. <laughs> yeah. It was the first year of our our new track coach. So when a guy says, "Hey, this is Aggie vodka. Would you like to try it?" You were in some turbulent times of that time. Well, my buddy had uh, just had a brother commit suicide. I was so you empathetically. Just, so you just decided that, yes, I'll try nine of them. I kept going back to that booth. <laughs> like, this is the best vodka. Oh, that was great. So Coach's Night has experiences. That was the last Coach's Night that Dawn attended. I think she has uh, felt Pretty good about not going since. Yeah, she had no need to go after that. So <laughs> then someone, he came a couple of years, and then he sent his coordinators. That when you knew, oh, he's about to get shit canned by yep. Franchoni. The one thing that is crazy is Coach Fran, excuse me, <laughs> Jimbo gets up there with no notes. Nope. And he remembers every hometown that these people are from, every teammate, who's bracking up who. Like, it's pretty impressive. He is a more southern Barry Switzer. Well, but he's from the north. 
He's from West Virginia. Yeah, but he's been in the South for the last <laughs> 80 years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he, he's just like, when you hear Barry interviewed, he goes, yeah, I remember when we were down this wide receiver from Galveston Ball, and I was <laughs> talking to him, and, I'm, and that's exactly how Jimbo yeah, is. They both true. talk really fast. They both can remember everything. Barry's no a notes. hell of a lot funnier, though. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt about that. Because I, I don't get the sense that Jimbo's a big drinker. Do you think he boozes it up? Because I think yeah. Barry might have had a, a slush or two in him before he got up and spoke. Yeah, that's a great point. And how – if you were going to measure the speed of which a coach and his girlfriend and their glommers on can get out of Billy Bob's into the private jet, do you think they're moving about as quick as humanly possible? Well, if you speak in your press conference like a NASCAR driver, <laughs> then when the race is completed, you're usually in your jet in 31 minutes. <laughs> well, I don't blame him. Imagine getting ass-whipped by every Aggie who wants to say you something to you. You talked to him while you were pissing. No, I talked to him while I was washing my hands. Okay, well, <laughs> you imagine having to deal with that. Hey, John Lennon, how was it writing all those Beatles songs, right? <laughs> oh, it was you great. Know, you know what I mean? I'm so glad I could talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to pee <laughs> right. and wash my hands. Hey, I waited. He he recognized a fanboy uh, with restraint, and that's, that was me. That's great. No, he's he's super accessible. He's super cool. Um, great recruiting class, obviously. And... I love him. I don't give a shit what people say. I'm with you, dude. He beat He's Al made us relevant again. He beat Alabama and Auburn. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm with you. The um, the last couple of coaches, David, of A&M, I've been all right with. Like someone I thought he was putting together good recruiting classes, but when he couldn't hold a quarterback, you know, I understand you're going to piss off one guy who can't start, but when you piss off the whole room and they all leave, that, that gets a little nervous. With with our boy Jimbo, he seems to be able to balance the transfer portal and NIL and all these moving pieces a hell of a lot better. I don't even know how you how how to start being a modern day. Well, I think they come in hot as hot as fire, right? So they're working and they're in that office twenty four seven and they're recruiting all the time. Then they get a little bit of success. It's the it's the contract extension. Mm -hmm. That screws everything up. Franchoni got the extension. We never pissed another drop. Kasem got his extension. Why the hell did we give Franchoni a uh, – he lost 77 to nothing. How did he get an extension? Well, because the next year we beat Oklahoma when they were number one and all of that. Jeez. Anyway, when, when Kasem got his extension, he stopped going on recruiting trips. The swag copter went away, all that. Kyle goes to football camp, no Kasem. The last, the prior two years, he was there. Oh, we want you to come to him. So it's <laughs> you just, call him Kasem? Yeah. <laughs> he just. So I mean, he just kind of he's got the money in the bank. He doesn't give a shit. Anymore. Yeah. And it showed. To me, that's the most fascinating part of the human nature, is the people who have had unbelievable success. Yes. And they keep grinding like. Warren Buffett gave a six-hour speech Monday. <laughs> yeah. This past Monday, he's the third richest dude on the planet. Yeah, and he's hustling. And he's like, no, 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 buy some more Berkshire Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. I got you, boo. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can buy it 30% cheaper now. You know what's better than $10 billion? 11. <laughs> I'm going to get there <laughs> before I die. But, yeah, I mean, it's just two different kinds of people. There's people that are be like, eh, I never thought I was going to have a hundred grand in the bank anyway. So now I got a hundred, I can sit back. Yeah, I recruited a COO for um, for a founder and CEO, and he said the worst thing that he ever did mentally was set a number in his mind of something he wanted to achieve, because he lost all motivation after that. Yeah, you get you got to focus on process. Is that is that the takeaway from that? That you got to fall in love with the process and not like work towards a number. Because when the number shows up, then what you got? You set the new number. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't mentally strong enough. It took him like a year. He had to hire a professional coach. He had to go to counseling. He had to figure it out. Because he was like, fuck it. He's like, well, I'm 38. I can't just sit around grinding, you know, my, my golf clubs down to a nub. But I did think about that quite a bit. The other day I had to go to Walmart. At 10.30 in the morning. No. And it was a, a bunch of old people shuffling around doing their shopping. Yeah. And I thought, man, I've always wanted to retire, but this doesn't look like a lot of fun. No. And I I enjoy golf, but I don't enjoy every day. No. So I, I enjoy fishing, but I don't enjoy fishing every day. I like to fly fish a couple of times in the summer and then go put that back in the gun safe and... I yeah. can shoot shotguns, at, but not every day. I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff I like to do, but I like to meet with people and I like to sell shit. And yeah, but not every day. Not every day. <laughs> well, of course not every day. I like to go to ball games, but not every day. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, just on Saturdays. I, I would love. If there was a football game every Saturday, I'd be so happy. Just every Saturday. Every single Rock Saturday. and roll. We have another game. <laughs> Now, not home. Ga- I don't need a home game every Saturday. No, that'll wear you out. Yeah, I need I need some off weeks. So, if you're Jimbo Fisher, okay, and you're looking at your calendar, yep. And what, do you says, w- what do you want to know? And it says <laughs> you got to go to Fort Worth and give a talk. Yeah. Do you think you're excited about that? You think you're whipped by it? Like, what do you think the general mood of? So I think he is learned how to be the CEO. So he gets on a plane. He comes up. He talks to potential donors that are going to build his next project. Mm -hmm. Then he doesn't have to go out and individually play golf, go bass fishing, go out on the coast. Go. He gets everybody in one room. He gets everybody fired up, and then lets the uh, the association do the sales. And I think that's the big mover of coaches' night. That's kind of what I was kind of watching. Not just sitting there drinking beer and bidding on my one jersey. Right. I, that's what I saw. I saw, hey, there's some people that have real assets that they want to give to the university. They get a little more attention to Jimbo. He does it in and out. He goes to Dallas. He goes to Houston. He goes to San Antonio. He doesn't go to Austin, oddly enough. And then he's done. You know? And then he doesn't have to go every 20 minutes and go have a lunch at Miramar. Or go have dinner, right. down, you know, down at the Omni in Houston. So you think he could coordinate it down to five big meetings a year. But I bet there's some 
you know, like there, I bet that Red Grange dude or whoever puts out all the fires over there and on the oil wells, he probably wants a personal meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he still does a few hunts, a few things like that. You know, he still goes to lunch and he still but he doesn't have to do it three nights a week. I think back in the day. I mean, I think RC went to three lunches a day, a week with yeah. donors. I think, you know, people want. Hey, I gave you a million dollars. I'd like to have lunch with Coach Slocum twice a month or whatever, you right. know. And I don't think they have to. They say it's more important for you to stay in the program. I just need that access for that one evening. So with your experience, would you do that exact thing again? Would you say, hey, I'll do this, but not that? Like, what? what's your takeaway from Coach's Night and, and your level of involvement? Oh, yeah, I would do it again because it wasn't – I didn't have to do the ass-whip parts. I would change the way that we did the check-in, and I've kind of expressed that. It just wasn't smoothly laid out, but it was – I wouldn't change it, and I would do – I would sell the tables exactly the same. I mean, we we offered some, some half tables. So, hey, you don't have eight people that you know in town. Do you have four? We'll sell you four, and we'll put you with four others. And so, we had never done that before. Yeah, no, I think that's real smart. Sometimes that eight, and you're like, fuck, I only have, like, three friends that even like the Aggies, you know? Uh, the, <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say you had three friends. I well, like, yeah, I got a few more than I that. I can name one more than that. <laughs> I got, hell, I got two of them here in this house right now. <laughs> and I love me, so there's three. <laughs> so, yeah, I was curious if that was a, a whip. I know, like, for me – you know, when, when I was volunteering, uh, you know, for the, the homeless shelter in Fort yeah, Worth, yeah, yeah. I loved it. You know, tell me what you need and I'll just go get it or yeah. I'll raise the money for it. Right. But then I was on the board of it. It took all the fun out of it. Yeah. When you did the golf tournament, you had the total dread look on your face. <laughs> You're right. And, and that's and I help with those. And, you know, that's a way to get out in the community for my business. It's a great way. I'm going to clay shoot tomorrow. Right. Um, it's a good way to be out there, be in front of people. And it's not, I don't sit out there and hand out koozies and business cards, Yeah. but I'm talking to people and then they're going to remember, Oh, this is the third year in a row at this clay shoot. I've seen David. So that for that, it's a huge bonus to me. It's not all, um, I'm not doing it all for good. (laughs) No way. A lot for good. Not all for good. Yep. Well, speaking of State Farm, I had lunch with my first boss in the business, Bob Bulware, the guy who told me never have a meeting where you don't have anything to add. And right. you just say, don't let your meat loaf, and then you leave. <laughs> I had lunch with him in Fort Worth. The funny part about that is the waitress comes. She describes this amazing queso with brisket and everything in it. And I was like, that sounds good, right, Bob? He's like, yeah, sounds great. And I was like, yeah, order up one of that. Halfway through the meal, he starts talking about how he married a vegan and he's vegetarian now. I go, well, why are we eating queso with brisket in it? And he goes, well, I just got caught up in the momentum. and <laughs> <laughs> seen you in a long time. I thought, gonna, I thought you were going to say, oh, thank God. My wife, she whips my ass all day about this meat. <laughs> I wanted some meat. No, he, he did say she's hardcore vegan. He's vegetarian because uh, he still likes eggs and stuff. But the, uh, the other thing, that, the reason I brought it up, is he is now like kind of semi-retired. He doesn't have a nine-to-five job. But he sits on the board of four different companies. Okay. And one of them was an insurance company called Gainsco. Yeah. 
And they were the only outside insurance company that State Farm has ever purchased. Yeah. And he was on the board of it. So I imagine he made a pretty penny on that. But I, I didn't realize that uh, State Farm acquired somebody, I don't, I guess, yeah. within the last year or two. So we have – it's very, very difficult for us to write folks that have hiccups yep. and have slip-ups with the law. They have a very good model for that. So – we just took them on. Okay, and but they're still called Gainsco. They're still Gainsco. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and, and we're just authorized. You know, I can sell State Farm. I can sell flood policies through the National Flood Program. Um, True Panion. I can sell pet insurance. So we're starting to get these alliances lined up where State Farm doesn't want to go full bore in whole hog, but they find a company that does a really good job and they allow us to sell through them. I. I can sell Blue Cross Blue Shield. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I have. I still have some initial folks from back in '14 when Obamacare started. But with health and the HIPAA laws, I can't even answer your bill questions. Oh. You know, they won't even talk to me about their bill, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, I'm getting ash chewed, and I can't answer the question. Yeah. So, I I remember that joy of being a wholesaler. And thinking, well, I got paid a commission three years ago on you, and you're <laughs> whipping my ass right now because the market's down. Yeah, that uh, that can wear you. the The big takeaway that I've got for you, if you're going to stay involved, I like the venue of Bo Billy Bob's. That's okay. a fun venue. It's it's legendary. It's historic. Right. Nothing we can do on the catering. Like, no. you just can't like do some sort of Mexican food. Like they don't have connections and a different type of food. You would be amazed of how many positive comments we get on <laughs> There's the no barbecue way. bar. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. Yeah. Well, the wait staff was great this year. Uh, I, I like that. The other thing is, Dave, when you sell 25 tables, maybe two waitresses in the uh, ballers bar before we go in works. But when you sell 44 tables times eight, Two bartenders does not work. That's not. That's a broken model. That is our. That email. That cleverly worded email has already been sent. <laughs> already been sent. <laughs> People are like, I bought a whole table. I got one beer in an hour in this crowded room. How about uh, when we file the people's tickets, the envelopes with their drink tickets? Some of them we did by first name alphabetically. <laughs> Some of them we did my last oh, name. Oh, there you go. So we like to mix it, it up. It made it nice because you got to, you know, really test out your ABCs. Yeah. And, uh, is this an S or is it a B? And Anna Wentworth sure. got double fucked because she's, <laughs> yeah. I was first, I was last. It's so bizarre <laughs> how the Sewell family, is that under F? Or is it under <laughs> S? I'm not sure. But I have to check because it wasn't under We S. filed you under family. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not. I found uh, you. <laughs> You're under the L's. We were spelling names backwards. It was a very successful night. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Uh, we're going to need a report back on how much money we raised. Maybe. Okay. Well, good sit talking to you.